Now she's fast away quickly, straight through to lead easily, settling down over Tickalong Water. Gracie's Joy hurtling up near the inside rail, and around it goes Wizardry Things, followed by Spray on Billy and Ordensia, the tail ender. Wow, she's fast, living up to her name early. Raced out about eight or ten lengths in front of here. Over Tickalong Water, then Gracie's Joy and Wizardry Things off around the outer, followed by Spray on Billy, then Ordensia. Wow, she's fast, a minute clear. They must be 15 or 20 lengths in front. The others all jam up, and Wow, she's fast is going to win by a minute. Pretty impressive debut, wasn't it? That's probably understating it. Her trainer is about to join us, but Jared Daffy's also linking up with us on Racing Active on this Thursday. Good morning, Jared. Morning, Steve. Cal Greeno is with us now. Good morning, Cal. Uh, good morning, Steve. Obviously, you expected her to run well on debut and probably win, but did that go well beyond your expectations or not to run 29.09 near track record on debut? Well, she's fast. Yeah, look, it was uh, probably a little bit better than I thought, but... Um she had trialled about two and a half lengths slower, so it wasn't like a huge expectation that she was going to run that. But um, I think we had a bit of an idea she could run. But just to do everything right on race day is another thing as well. You know, coming out of the boxes and running with other dogs, it's, it's all a big change for them. So you always hope that they sort of do everything right, but she fortunately did her first start. You could have, um, you showed your hand with the name. You could have called her a different name and got maybe a better price. Yeah, look, it makes no difference to me. I don't bet, believe it or not. And um, the guy who owns uh, when he named it, I actually said, gee, you're putting a bit of pressure on here. Um, be nice to change the name. <laughs> and he just sort of laughed and said, oh, well, if, if she's no good, we'll try and change it. Those connections, Cal, that, that own uh, Wow, She's Fast, that they've had a long history of getting good greyhounds. They must have a knack. How long have they owned her? Look, they, they've owned dogs for probably, um, I don't know, eight or ten years now. And they've, they've bought this bitch when she was um, three months old. So it's probably a lucky purchase. Yeah, well, looking at her pedigree, you know, she's buying my bro Fabio, who's probably better known for greyhounds that go over the longer trips. And the dam line, uh, Fair of Grace, uh, Fair of Face, she won a lot of races over the short, but she actually uh, tracks back through her dam uh, catch-up Sunday to a staying breed. So uh, I know she ran the time the other day, but maybe her future lies in the longer trips. Yeah, look, I wouldn't think so off the last section, but... Um Look, the, the line has been a bit stagnant for a while. With uh, Many years ago, I think it was Paul Hogan's line, and Paul Hogan was one of our great breeders many, many years ago, but it sort of went a bit stagnant mm. there for a while. And even that bitch's last wither, the Fernando Bale, have been pretty steady. So I think it's a bit of a shock to most people that she's shown something as good as this. Well, one thing that stood out for me, and, and I must admit I got great pleasure out of this, was last Sunday night and subsequent to that... Uh, Twitterverse went into meltdown uh, with replays of this race and people who aren't associated with greyhounds, not only in Australia but overseas, saying, have a look at this. What about the name? What about the time? What a future. Uh, you, you must be happy with that given that, you know, you've been one of our ambassadors for well, for decades. Look, it's, it's good that uh, our industry gets any good publicity and, and any good vibes because when we were down there a few years back, it was um, the opposite. So I, I think we're all trying to bring the industry forward and make people think that we aren't all bad and there is a bit of pleasure out of watching Greyhounds race. The track record was only set a couple of weeks ago by Aston Rupee, 28.79. We mentioned, well, she's fast, 29.09. What are your expectations today, a short price favourite in, in race earlier the part, or race one here at Sandown Box 2? 
Look, I'm just hoping she wins, to be honest. I'm not really worried about the, the time as much as uh, her actually still continuing to progress forward and do everything right. But it's a very wet day here in Melbourne today and, and they um, they rotary hoed the track on Sunday. So there won't be any times that was run last okay. week run tonight. And the other thing with her too is that two weeks ago that the public had never heard of this grey ant, yet all of a sudden she's been catapulted into well up in the market uh, to win the Tab Phoenix, 750000 to the winner. We had her $21 on Monday. Well, I know she's into 12 now. And in uh, Melbourne Cup calculations as well, it can all change rather quickly, can't it? It can change quickly, but, it, you know, a poor run tonight and all of a sudden she'd be no chance at all. So we know what grey ants can do. They can make you look good, they can make you look bad. Um, everything happens. We know all the pitfalls and all the good things, but we just hope that she's um, going to be a, a, a bit too good us a nice ride into the future and continues to progress forward. Cal, has anyone been cheeky enough to give you a call and try and buy her after that debut, given those rich options coming up that Jared touched on? Oh, look, I had a, a bit of a weird call, but it was um, a guy wanting to buy a percentage of and I said, no, there'd be zero chance of that. You just want to buy a small percentage into the dog. and um, No, not really. <laughs> mm. What would she be worth, though, in ballpark figure right just right now, given near record time, debut, well-bred bitch? Look, I, I wouldn't like to put a price on it. Look, and we do sell a lot of dogs. We sell a lot of really nice dogs. But when you get something that's a little bit better, you probably want to keep those and... It's very hard to put a price on dogs these days when dogs have got the capacity to earn over a million dollars, which is ridiculous amount of money from what's gone on in years gone past. So, look, I wouldn't like to even consider putting a price on it, even if you had her pups, for example, and then sold those pups off these days. They're getting fifteen to 20000 just for a pup. So, you know, the fact that she could have four or five litres, that in itself is multiplied out. It's, it's you know, in the probably 200,000 or something. So you just enjoy the ride and hope you've got something that continues to go forward and hopefully win some group races. Cal, I know in this in this caper you've really got to approach it one day at a time or one race at a time and, you know, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here. But have you mapped out what's likely to happen after, after this afternoon's run? Uh, look, I've had a quick look, but I've nothing in concrete. I don't like to get too far ahead of myself with a dog because of all the pitfalls, like I said. But, um, you know, to sort of even have a go at a Melbourne Cup is a big thing for a very young dog. You'd want to have all the boxes ticked. You'd want to make sure she can handle the pressure rising class, bad boxes and so on. So, look, I, I think if the dog tells her own story after a while. If they continue to tick all the boxes, you say, well, look, let's let's have a go at this. But if you try and think today that we're going to win a Melbourne Cup or a Phoenix, then, you know, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge, I see it. Yeah, I, I actually had a bit of a chat to Paul Hammond last night, um, given that you were coming on today. Obviously, you've had a, a bit of a history with Happy and uh, talking about some of the good dogs that uh, yourself and Jackie have had down through the years. and. He threw up a few names that I'd forgotten about. Welcome Stranger, High Earner, Cindine Shelby, So Seductive, Paul Licking, of course, and of recent times, Houdini Boy, you've been always able to produce one. Look, we've been, we've been pretty lucky, I guess, getting a, a nice class dog. That, you know, I suppose you look back and you say, yeah, it's been, it's been a good ride, but um, funnily enough, you're always looking for your next one. So it's... I very rarely look back in the past and say, you know, we've had this or that because it doesn't really matter what 
what you've had. If you're always looking for one that's going to continue on. But what about the others? Because I looked at the litter here and it says here that there was eight in the litter, three dogs and five bitches. When are we going to see some of these others? Relations to, to where wow, she's fast. Oh, look, I haven't got any others in the litter. Um, I gave a mate of mine two bitches. One was only supposed to break in the length slower than her. And I know there's a dog in the litter that goes exceptionally well. So, I'm, you know, because they're only 19 months, I think they might be another couple of months away. But this bitch is still... And I just thought, I don't normally race them that early, but I thought she hasn't done anything wrong and she's sound, so let's just put her in and see how she goes. But they're probably just going through the processes and trying to make sure they get everything right. Cal, she's been the headline grabber this week, but, uh, I mean, the, the stars in the kennel don't, don't end there. You've got one called Zach's Entity, which didn't run a lot slower when he won a maiden at Sandown 29-25 a few weeks ago. And he stepped up to the longer trip last Sunday as well, 41.52, winning by panels. You must be excited about him as a, a potential star over the staying trip. Yeah, look, he's a bit uh, tricky, Jared, because uh, he's, he's been a bit, um, well, let's say he's a little bit hard to manage with his brain. He just, he, he sort of lost a bit of um, confidence early days, putting him against the half field. He got hit the, hit the fence and had to back off and start again and, He's uh, not as confident a dog as he should be, and that's probably why we went forward and went over the distance. He always looked mm-hmm. like he'd run 700. Um, trialed the week before the same day that bitch trialed around, and he ran, you know, 41.2. So he's Gee. got a huge motor, and and he needs to just take things very steadily and progress forward slowly, I think. Yeah, well, that's... His damn line, uh, Zara's entity, she could really run. She was, I think, Magambo out of Girl Aloud perhaps a few years ago. They were a really good litter, but, yeah, they had head issues as well. But I can remember she ran twenty nine or well, sub-2970 at the Meadow, so a, a good sprint breed there, but uh, definitely staying looks his go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, we had her at the train, and she ran a 29.2 at Sandown, and I remember going over to Angle Park and she ran 29.2 in a trial. So she had a huge motor. Kept coming on season, unfortunately, so that was her problem. But, um, yeah, look, she's um, she's been a nice producer, I think, Zara. And, you know, whether she's going to, you know, whether these dogs get to where they need to go. Look, I've got a funny off. I've got another sister that had a started off at Bendigo in a big maiden series up there and ran not far off the record. But she's got early speed to burn totally the opposite of Zach's entity has got zero and then he storms home so figure that how you can get two totally different sides of the scale where you've got a sprinting bitch who just flies early and a dog who's got no early and storms home no, it'll do your head in if you start trying to think about things like that so given that um, there's so many staying features coming up as well races uh, at, at the Meadows and Sandown in the coming months and then of course the Sale Cup so I know um, you, there might well be plenty on on uh, on the map for uh, the, the the bitch going forward but also Zach's entity Yeah look we, we do like to try and have a go at the big races if we can and you know we'll try and get Zach's up to the bowl trees when it's on and probably take him slowly but I think he's um, he's the sort of dog if you've thought about going into state you better think again because he'd need to sort of be up there for a few weeks and acclimatise himself with everything so he, he performed at his best because he just seems to be one of those dogs where she seems to be a better type of dog with with her temperament and being able to handle all new steps and changes. 
Cal, just to explain to me, we often, I specialize, we talk about thoroughbreds every day on racing actors. Just for the greyhound that debuts, runs that sort of really fast time, how was she like straight after the race or did it take much out of her, you know, her appetite and just general things like that, general demeanour? No, look, she just handled it. I think if you've got them fit enough when you start off, then you don't really have those issues. It's when you sort of step up a fair bit in distance, you seem to encounter those problems. But no, she handled it very well. Look, I'm probably not a big rap for running Sunday, then final Thursday. It's probably a little bit of a close backup for young dogs because they haven't really, most of them haven't got to the full stage of fitness yet. So. When they do get to that stage of fitness, that's not really an issue. They're not like horses where they won't they go off their tucker. Most dogs will just eat every day. 90% and 99% of dogs will eat everything you put in front of them. Yeah, Cal, how, was, many have, sorry. how many have you got in the kennel? And the other and the p- part of the reason for that is, given your history in, in taking greyhounds from interstate to feature races and feature wins, have you been contacted by many um, with, the, with the Cup Carnival coming up from interstate? Look, it's been, we've only got 12 kennels and we pull up just about all the time, so it's not easy to get new dogs in. Um, we do get the occasional phone call to say you've got a dog and, you know, we sort of look up the form to see if you think they're worth having to go with them to try and win those big races. But as you know, they're very hard to win and most people like to do it themselves, so they try and organise themselves to um, be a part of it. With the COVID restrictions, it's made things a lot different and um, people aren't allowed to travel like they used to. So, look, that'll be interesting. I've had, I've had, um, well, with Tommy Shelby, obviously contact me again and he's he's here at the moment, but he's here to do two things. He's getting a few stores off him and he's got a little injury. So I was trying to sort out his injury before he went back. Yeah, I did see that on the catching pen the other night. So, um well, obviously, he's a name greyhound as well. So you've got them all there. Yeah, look, I think you um, you build up a rapport with a lot of people and you sort of get friendly with them and they just trust you. So it's, it's more about a trust factor instead of, um, you know, just basically sending it to somebody you don't know. And I think that's always hard when you're in any state and you're thinking, oh, gee, I'd like to send that dog to, you know, and then you say, well, have I got any relationship with that guy? Do I know him? Or is he just a dog trainer who's going to look after my dog like I want it done? And it's, there's a lot of boxes to tick. So um, it's, it's not, never easy when you own that dog and you've got it performing in your state because realistically 99% of people want to do it themselves. But I think with COVID, it's just changed everything. And uh, before we let you go, Paul Hammond, when I was talking about these wonderful greyhounds that you've had down through the years, did suggest first up that probably the best dog he ever had was one called Grab the Loot, which he started telling me the story that uh, you and Jackie kindly gave he and Ron Hawkswell the share in the early 90s. He was quite a successful dog in the city. We did, and it was a great ride. I'll never forget one day we went to uh, we went to Geelong to race, and the dog had won, and Ronnie was jumping out of the box, and they forget, he forgot to do his commitments on, on the radio with the doing the dividends and so on. He was out getting a photo on the track and they were yelling at him saying, come on, Ron, you've got to come up here and do the dividends. Yeah, he's a great uh, man, the Hawk. a good ride and Paul was, Paul was terrific and yeah, it'd be nice to give him another one that could run. Mm. Well, you've got us all watching this race today. Please make sure she wins for us. 
<laughs> no pressure. I, no, I reckon I've had more pressure on this race. <laughs> you probably have around. because, um, like I said, she's everywhere. Uh, and, you know, obviously, Graham, people have embraced her, but it's quite fascinating watching other racing codes. Uh, media types in all three racing codes embrace her as well. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll put a bit of a damper on it. When, when we first put her in Sandown, um, she absolutely buggered the start to the point of running a, about 12 lengths slower than she did first section and it's just gradually improved out of the boxes. So it hasn't been an easy ride and I clearly remember when she used to walk out of a box. So hopefully she never does that again. She came out beautiful the other day, but that's probably the best she's come out. So it, again, we're still learning about her and there's still a long way to go, mm. but we all hope that she, she turns into something that's a bit special. What are those sectionals like, Cal, the other day? Five, it says the first sectional was five seconds and then 1847 up the back. Born. Five seconds is probably uh, leads 90, 95% of races. Okay. 1847 is blistering and the run home was only average in my eyes. So, you know, that's where she needs to find it. She'll, she'll obviously do that when she gets a bit more racing into it and gets a bit stronger, but um, I really like the back split. The back split was enormous. He just sort of takes off as she goes around the bend and runs, and it has done it from day dot. So. Yeah, puts a gap in them, and the others lose sight of the lure. Yeah, well, that, that's what happened the other day. Unfortunately, and those four dogs behind her just all started fighting on the own bend, but, you know, disappointing to see that poor dogs got rubbed out because they were just chasing nothing. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens today, but uh, you're going to have a lot of fun with her either way. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully that uh, things keep going forward with her and, and she is a bit of a pin-up dog and people can follow her. I was going to ring up and ask for a small chair, but I won't bother now after you said that guy <laughs> rang you. So. You'll cop a spray. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> thanks, Cal. <laughs> okay, thanks.